0: Welcome to the Education Unscripted podcast, your favorite podcast channel for unpacking education issues in Nigeria and Africa. This podcast is brought to you by the National Innovation Collaborative for Education, NICE, a community of education innovators working to foster learning and collaboration. Welcome again to another episode of Education Unscripted. It's a pleasure to have you our listeners join us for another episode. And we have somebody very interesting in our podcast today. We will be talking about um, education, inclusive education with a focus on autism. And we have someone who has vast years of experience in this particular field. We have Mrs. Dotto Akande in our studio today. She'll be talking to us about inclusive education, particularly on autism. Thank you for joining us, Mrs. Akande. Thank you for having me, it's a pleasure. Yeah. Great. Mrs. Akande's journey into the world of developmental disorders in children started with her son, now recovered from autism. Like many other parents, she was not familiar with the condition and her exposure was limited to what she had seen on televisions or in films. Her experience with the non availability of educational resources prompted the establishment of Patrick Speech and Languages Center, Patrick's, in September 2006. Patrick's is the pioneer special needs center in Nigeria for the education of children with autism. The center offers services such as speech therapy occupational therapy, and behavioral therapy. Also, the center offers special social skills, social skills building rather, and play therapy. Mrs. Okonde is a mother of three and holds a BSc degree in economics from the University of Adwekiti. She has over 12 years banking experience before her switch into the world of developmental disability. Over the years, she has attended numerous training programs on autism and other developmental disorders at various international institutions, including National Autistic Society UK, Geneva Centre for Autism Canada, Western Psychological Services USA, and the Discovery Initiative South Africa. She holds a diploma in applied behavioral analysis from Florida Institute of Technology. She regularly gives lectures on autism and is a strong advocate for autism awareness in Nigeria. Thank you so much, Mrs. Akondi for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you here.
1: Thank you so much, uh, Vivian. (laughs) The, 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 um, The readout certainly does justice to me. I'm just a simple mother the work that I love and enjoy.
0: Thank you. Um, You have really an interesting profile and um, it it tells a lot about the work you do. We see that you've been in this for over, this is over 20 years.
1: Ah, yes. yes. (laughs) You can say say over 20 years, but I've been in the field of teaching for 15 years. My son is 23. So, okay. so I you it's very right.
0: That's interesting. Um, could you tell us a bit about um, autism spectrum disorder, you know, the characteristics associated with it, and what your experience has been like creating awareness about it in Nigeria?
1: OK, so autism is a developmental disorder that affects um, children. It doesn't come in adulthood. It, Okay. Child would have had a um, diagnosis of autism from a young age. Usually, try to get parents to get the diagnosis between the ages of 18 months and 24 months, that is one and a half years, and two years old. And it affects children in um, three different areas, and then another area that has been added recently, according to the DSM 5. So, you have challenges in social communication and interaction, and uh, that okay. ranges from sharing interest they have reduced reduced um ability or i, I don't like to call it deficits. they have challenges sharing of interest emotions and then sometimes they fail to initiate a response to social interaction and okay. deficits in um uh, communication skills those are some of the things that you see the child has challenges with language most some time that's the first thing the parents always see if my child is two years old and he or she He's not talking, I'm worried. So, mm-hmm. communication is usually the first sign that tells us that something is wrong, and then okay. we have um, restricted behavior patterns that means that they have this type of behavior that is quite odd. Sometimes, lying objects up in a particular manner, they flip yes. objects or they, they are equally, they keep repeating the same phrase or word from um, uh, over and over again them comfort and they have distress in change of routine. I mean, if you're going in a particular route and then you change it, they have challenges with it. They sometimes have challenges with um, textures and then they are rigid in their thinking and patterns. So that's another sign. And another sign, the, the third sign, which is why they call it the triad of impairment, is that the child does not socially Engage other children. Wants to uh, be alone, be by himself. Does not play with other children. He okay. um, sometimes has challenges with um, um, crowd, and that makes the child very uncomfortable. That raises behavioral challenges. And okay. then a third, a fourth part that has now been seen is that they have. Um, some form of sensory dysfunction, meaning that they are overly or underly sensitive to sound, noise, and other th- other things, and sometimes even smell, and sometimes touch. So you find okay. out that some of them are craving sensory input, while some of them are, are refusing. They are overloaded with input and just want to stay away from it. So mm. these are the four core areas of autism. And um, we talked about creating awareness, it is yeah. very difficult. And another reason why it's difficult is because it's creating awareness has to do with a lot of funding. And funding is something that is very difficult in this part of the world. Um, yeah. In 2010, we were um, opportuned to partner with GC Bank to bring, back, to bring the Autism Conference into play. Nigeria. So that helps a lot to bring a huge awareness to autism spectrum disorder. And with that, many families were beginning to understand that it is not a death sentence. It Mm. is, you know, something that we can work with.
0: Okay, thank you very much. Um, Concerning education, what um, are the typical challenges children autistic children face you know and what roles can parents and teachers play in helping them overcome those challenges Mm
1: -hmm. and the first thing is that most of um, the people living with autism have different ways and styles of learning so we call them different learning styles some of them are auditory learners they learn through listening and through music some of them are visual learners they learn through pictures and Mm seeing Some of them are kinesthetic learners. They have to touch, be able to understand what you are trying to say. And sometimes mm. they have to move their body in order to be able to understand what you are trying to teach. I'll give you an example. There's a boy at our center. He, mm. he learns best when he's standing rather than sitting. So those are some of the challenges that um, children with autism say. and A lot of them have what we call processing issues the way okay. the process information is different from the typical child. The time at which they process information is different from the typical child. So for yeah. some children, it might take a few minutes you know, for them to yeah. hear what you have said and then put it to action. For yeah. others, yeah. it might take a day. For others, it might take a month. For some, it might take a whole year. So you can imagine if the child has processing issues and then you mm-hmm. are at a function and the child just finished processing the information that he got three days ago and he suddenly starts to laugh and yes seen as a as a uh, as an abnormal behavior behavior that is out of context i mean you're in a context maybe the child is trying to learn something in classroom and suddenly starts to laugh or suddenly starts to cry it just mm-hmm. might be that he has just finished processing a particular information So those are some of the challenges that we face with um, children with autism in the educational setting. So because they exhibit some of this behavior, people feel that they don't, they can't learn or that they have cognitive deficits. And many times, or I would say most of the time, if if you are patient enough to see that child through, you feel that that child is not cognitive deficient. He actually has high intellectual capability, but the behavior that he exhibits masks some of this strength that he has. And he's being judged by those behavior without giving enough time and attention to support his needs. So the parents can be patient finding out what makes this child tick. I usually suggest that the whole day just sits through. And observe that child don't <laughs> do anything with him just watch him and then take notes of what they are seeing it typically gives an idea that something is this child that i can walk with. and mm. teachers can also help them by creating an environment that is um that gives them comfort in terms of learning so teachers can help by creating um a conducive environment for that particular child. Mind yeah. you, children with autism are so so different. So you've seen one child with autism, Start one child that you have seen. The next child with autism will not have the same attributes,
0: do not mm. require the
1: same support um, that the first child you have seen. So you must know what level of severity are we dealing with on the autism spectrum disorder. We, it that, does the child require support or does it require substantial support or very substantial support in terms of levels at which you can, you know, come in to give the support needed. So we always say from mild to moderate to severe. So those are the ways in which you can give the support that is needed. You must also learn the learning style of that particular child. Some children, since they are visual learners, you must try to see that whatever you are going to try to teach, you must have a visual presentation to support that child.
0: Okay, thank you. So in, in summary, the uniqueness of the teachers, the parents have to understand the uniqueness of that child and tailor the support to to target each particular child.
1: Yeah, Devin, you're very correct and thank that can be done using what we call the individualized education we can draw a plan for that child and work to make that child that plan work tailored specifically to meet that child
0: okay thank you very much um How can our educational practices, our structures in schools, and our curriculum in Nigeria be be made more inclusive for children with autism, knowing that they have unique and um, special way of learning that is not the regular um, way that every other child would learn? Okay, that's where um educational plan comes in,
1: you have to break down the curriculum into what we call a task analysis. You do a task analysis of the the curriculum and let the child work at his own pace. You do not uh, um, categorize him to other children that have the same needs. You must find out what makes this child unique and how can I teach this child to be able to get um, the information that I need give him the maximum opportunity to excel in whatever I'm trying to teach. So a plan is needed to itemize what the child knows, what you want to teach, what tools you need to teach it, and how the child is able to take it, and how you can measure the progress of that child using the tools that you have.
0: Okay. Thank you very much, Ma. Um, could you please share your thoughts on individualized, intervention or special education services for autistic children as against, you know, generalized education? And what, in your opinion, is the most effective um, approach for for children with autism?
1: Okay. Um, remember I said to you that there are severity levels. In yes. Cases, in cases of children with autism. So if the child requires very minimal support, and can manage in uh, a mainstream school in in an inclusive setting. Why not? Okay. first thing you want to do is find out how this child, how many people are in the classroom that can give uh, the right support to that child in that setting. So you find out what are the needs of that child in that school. So the school, Mm. first of all, has to adopt an inclusive policy, saying that uh, they are willing this child that learns differently in their midst, and then give them um, make the environment um, rich for that child to be able to learn. And one of the best ways to do that is to train the people that are on uh, ground. So you train the staff, talk to the children about the child that is in their midst that is different and how he learns, and mm. then find a way to create um, like uh, an awareness. Um, opportunity in the school environment and mm. one thing that i i find very effective that's setting for a child that is mild is to get the child a body have a body system a peer system a body somebody that is the child's age mate that would be able to body that child all through the time in school so
0: mm-hmm. like a,
1: a peer tutor a, or a peer mentor that would help yeah. him navigate some of the challenges in my face that setting so the school has to be ready to take that um to take on that challenge and then walk through it to give the right required support to that individual and if the child has moderate needs the child can also be in the school and be assisted by a shadow teacher so the child can have somebody that sits with him or her that can give the right support in terms of when the child is doing english or mm. Maybe the child needs to be pulled out to be able to do one-on-one while during the the maths or the the numeracy class the child can sit on his own if he or she can cope in that setting. That is just an example. For those that require very substantial support, my argument is always to find a way to get them into a setting that can give them one-to-one support and then over time when they are able to cope uh, with some of the environmental nuances that they are affected by then mm. we can reintroduce them back into
0: in the mainstream and
1: then in the mainstream but the okay. most important thing is inclusion should be done um, in every setting of life social religious life um, um play at play um, yes, yeah. done at um, uh, the community, in the with neighbors, with, uh, family members. You know, it should be done. Uh, it should be yeah. a holy, a holistic approach.
0: Mm.
1: A child that that is different okay, for that child living without.
0: Okay, thank you very much. Um, when we when we started off, you made mention of. Um, the signs of um, autism being noticed around eighteen to twenty-four months from birth, if I am right.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, and um, you know, it means some te- some children could be could be introduced to school, and um, some parents may not be aware that this child is um, this child has autism. So, what considerations do you? think general education teachers should have or what what skills do you think they should they should develop because they could have children who have autism in their classrooms but because they are still very young the those signs have not been noticed. So what are those general considerations teachers should have?
1: Okay, the first thing you would notice if the child is in the classroom is you tend to find that that child is, does not have what we call eye contact, does not want to look at everybody's eyes and want to uh, sit alone and play alone. So those are the subtle signs that you find in the general classroom. I would assume that for a teacher that is in a school you should understand what the developmental milestones of the developing child should be. So you look out for things that are not right Sometimes you call the name of the child with autism, and the child does not answer him. Possibly because um, he or she does not um, answer to his name because of processing issues. He might be taking time to, you know, process the information, and then yeah. have to repeat it again. So those are certain signs that you need to look out for. The child does not answer to his name. The child wants to play alone. Requires a lot of. Um, 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 prompts to be able to attend to tasks. you constantly have to call him, call him back into the classroom. The child seems yeah. aloof, you know, the child does not have, um, cannot sit still for more than, you know, five seconds. You know. So those are the subtle signs that you look at. The child is very hyperactive, the child has no okay. attention skills, the child is struggling. Yeah. And so those are some of the subtle signs that you need to look out for once you see those signs that are an end, you know that there's
0: definitely something wrong
1: that we need to
0: okay thank you very much um about um, teaching methods and um assessments basically when we develop teaching met- um, when we develop assessments for children what, what what should we bear in mind in developing assessments and how can it be tailored for, or tailored to children who have autism? Oh, well, you know that um, there are so many assessment tools out
1: there. <clears throat> so it depends on what assessment tool the school is using that will determine the way forward for that child. Um, I would suggest that um, where there, there should be red flags to look out for in terms of the general assessment status. I don't know okay. what tool, there are so many tools out there and then, when you, the child is not meeting a certain criteria in certain areas, then you might want to rebuild or do your assessment in such a way that you capture the challenge that that child is facing at that particular point in time. And if you don't understand it, please do a referral, refer them out to someone that understands it better. Ask the parents okay. to say, oh, We are seeing this in your child, please. Can you see so, 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 and so? refer that yeah. child to the appropriate um, um, person, to the, to the next person, or to um, a qualified um, therapist or a qualified doctor that would be able to do the um, right assessments for that
0: particular child. Okay, great. Um, what are what opportunities uh, teachers have um, as regards their professional development when it comes to teaching a child with autism?
1: Oh, the opportunities are out there. There are so many now. I mean, at Patrick's we have um, a training centre where we do a certification course for teachers to come on, you know, and learn how to do the, uh, how to learn the science first, then learn the intervention processes, and, and um, learn how to manage them in different settings. So, we have a certification um, program called Special Needs Therapist. They are in collaboration with the International Board of Certification and Credentialing uh, in the US. And what um, that does is that it gives them the foundation to begin the support, uh, uh, to begin the, the journey of support that is needed for that individual with autism. And what yeah. we do. Go further with our certifications. After you graduate from us, you have to do a 60-hour internship center or a school or a clinic where you would understand how it's done practically. And even after that is done, for the next two years, we run you through trainings. So we'll We'll bring trainings to your doorstep to help you um, sharpen your skills, to help you hone your skills, and they develop more in the fields, depending on which area you want to go. So in our training, you have um, the behaviour um, specialist coming on to talk about behaviour. We have the speech and language specialist, we have the occupational yeah. therapy specialist, we have the social skills specialist, and then we have the um, self-regulation specialist coming on to talk about it and how they can use it effectively in, a, in a different settings. So, these are ways the door has opened up now. In the past, it was difficult, but uh, post COVID, seeing that mm-hmm. um, the world has now become a village, we can do a lot yeah. of things online. Uh, we don't have to see one another place to face. We can gain the knowledge that is required for us to do well. So, there are many opportunities open now. There are so many trainings out there. If you look at it, you can go to the Instagram and you just need to Autism awareness, quite a lot of people are doing a lot of work in the field. So I feel now we are at a better state than we were 10 years
0: ago. Okay. That's interesting. Thank you very much. Um, the, the idea behind um, training, the idea behind giving special support to these children is, in, is that so they can exist um, independently. And you know, exist in the society, in the workplace, on their own, and would and would need as much support as we we give them when they are little, right? So, how well can autistic children be integrated into the workplace, into the society, when given adequate support? Oh, they
1: they 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 would struggle just like every other person struggle. Mm. Uh, but their own struggles might be a little bit more because they have to mask lot of their challenges to be able to fit in the work environment. So mm-hmm. the um the, the most important tool that is needed is for them to have the right support right at the beginning. So if yeah. at the beginning they are going into the workplace, they need to understand the environment. For children with and adults and for adults with autism they need to know the environment. So there might be there might have to be a need for them to visit where they are going in um, uh, prior to the time they start the, the job itself mm-hmm. different accommodations have to be put in place and the right support that some of them mm-hmm. well in, in the social setting some of them would not you know because um well the world we say is cruel uh, to individuals not to talk of those that are different you know in mm-hmm. this so you would have to teach them coping strategies. Some of them might need a coach to be able to get them through working in that environment. So mm-hmm. you might need a job coach to go with you, or a job coach to help you and give you the support that you need going into that environment. But the truth of the matter is, they do well. Great, especially especially in an in a in an environment where there are opportunities to thrive. They yeah and they are quite committed. So if you have a person living with autism in your employ, the likelihood that they will resign um, abruptly will be very low Low. because they tend to stay on the job. They like routine. They like um, um, repetition, and they are able to cook better when they understand that the same thing happens day in, day out. So uh, they, they, they would struggle in some instances. For instance, there was a lady that I was uh, opportunity to meet a while back and she said she couldn't cope in the office environment. So she left and started to do kickboxing and she excelled really well in kickboxing that she, um, she became a champion for her country. So you can imagine, those are some of the things, challenges that people with autism face. Some of them are not socially inclined
0: Mm. So they,
1: they don't understand social cues, they don't understand facial expressions, they don't understand metaphor, they don't understand mm-hmm. that when you change your... your. Um, they have their own, what we call, idiosyncrasies, That is their own method and style of, of looking at things. Yeah. So it's, 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 sometimes it can be difficult, but most sometimes, too, they do well with, with that. For instance, have somebody at the center who was um, one of our students, but has now become a member of staff and is doing very well because he's in a familiar environment. Our uh, environment is predictive, he understands and can navigate in self systems,
0: you know, everything. Mm-hmm. Else. Thank you very much, Ma. Thank you so much. Um, do you have any last words for us? Any last words for our listeners?
1: Um, what I just want to say is that it's important that we try to understand our children that are different. you know okay. because it's um, kindness, like we said, is very very a, a reason to thrive for people living what. You need to understand that they are constantly fighting to be included in our society parents mm. are constantly fighting to make sure that their children are understood and appreciated and so mm. as a community our responsibility is to encourage um, the family by embracing these children that are different now. and for parents that are constantly and all the time trying to find a way to hide their children in the home environment my charge for you is that the more exposed our children are, the better they, their outcome. There's something yes, we really. say all the time. Early intervention is key. It is the key. Without that early exposure to intervention, that child mm. will struggle all through life. And our duty and responsibility is to protect their dignity, is to improve their social... Um, acceptance is to constantly give them the positive support that is needed for them to feel um feel feel good you know so that they don't uh, they don't fall into anxiety and depression later on in life
0: yes thank you so much my i completely agree with you because even in neurotypical children When you don't, um, like the Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. When you don't introduce something early enough to a child, it becomes difficult to introduce it at a later stage of life. So it also applies in this scenario. Thank you so much, ma'am, for this for for your time and for joining us. And for the work you do at Patrick Speech and Languages Centre, it's it's a huge one, and we are really proud of you.
1: Thank you so much, Vivian, for having me on. I'm uh, very grateful and uh, Thank continue to do the work that you do in the educational space. Lord, we continue to strengthen you. Thank you. God bless
0: you. Thank you, Ma. Our listeners, we have come to the end of this episode of Education Unscripted. Stay tuned and keep listening. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Education Unscripted podcast. Please send us your feedback by sending an email to nice com or connecting with us on Twitter at Nice underscore Innovate. You could also leave us a voice message on our Anchor channel. Till then, stay safe, and keep learning. Bye.